0: Welcome to The Cocktail Guru Podcast,
1: a show about food, drink, and entertainment.
0: With a tight focus on the good life.
1: And all things delicious, luxurious, and fun.
0: I'm Jonathan Pogash, bartender, author, TV personality, and founder of The Cocktail
1: Guru. And I'm Jeffrey Pogash, wine and spirits professional, author, insatiable collector of culinary ephemera, and so people tell me, an engaging raconteur.
0: And my dad. Um, good morning, Dad. It's morning where we are here.
1: Yeah, it's morning where I am too. So good morning. <laughs> okay. to are <you>. <laughs> both on.
0: Yeah, we're both on Eastern time zone. Um, yes,
1: cockadoodle do. <laughs>
0: okay. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a um, a warm drink because it's it's frigid outside. It's cold outside, um, and I wanted to share that with you. Can I tell you what I have here? Please do. Um, I have. I'm most interested. Yes, I can tell by your face. Uh, We have a hot chocolate with the chartreuse elixir vegetal. Oh
1: my, oh my, oh my, which is something I don't even
0: know about. I know, you don't have it. I showed this to you. You were like, where do I get that? I'm going to take a
1: little sip. Hold on. Mm. Oh, oh, that's delicious. But but you know what? Now that you're that's drinking cool. your hot chocolate with chalcreuse, I'm going to open my bottle. I've been waiting to open this on air. And I'm going do to it. do it because I because I want the sound effects. You want the ASMR. Yes. <laughs> so I'm twisting off the top. <laughs> bottle cap
0: ASMR. Okay. Shh shh. I hope that so came del- through a little bit. Not really, but a little bit. You well, need to make I'll an extra loud it. sound when you I'll, sip it.
1: I'll be pouring. <laughs> I'll be pouring it again. Pardon me. <laughs> I said you when need I to- what? When you sip it. Oh, I thought you said when you spit. And this, <laughs> make- this, I'm this. I'm not spitting. I'm no, of drinking. Course not. No. So here it is, my Chartreuse veil. Green Chartreuse Neat.
0: Okay, let's hear it. Hold on. Oh my. Put your mouth oh close my. to the microphone, please.
1: Oh my. Oh my. Mouth. The herb. This was bringing back memories like you wouldn't believe. Uh-huh. Oh, the herbs. Oh my gosh. This is so, <laughs> so complex. Okay. And here we go. Let... Oh, he's taking a sip. Oh, hold on. Listen.
0: That is the sound of him reverse um, suck,
1: oh us sucking in. <laughs> that is so, not only. Herbal, complex in terms of its nose and mouth, but it's rich. The texture is so rich. It's gorgeous. Okay. Gorgeous. Speaking speaking
0: of rich, gorgeous texture, we're going to bring in our guest right now because he's a great pal um, and he happens to be an expert when it comes to herbal liqueurs, French herbal liqueurs, more specifically, and chartreuse, even more specific than that. Um, I've known... Mr. Tim Master for many many years, and we always run into each other at industry events. And we were just, well, we all ran into each other at um, Tales of the Cocktail, and we had a nice, yes, we did. We had a nice stroll uh, to one of the portfolio parties, uh, and Tim and my my dad um, they bonded, I would say. And and Tim has taken a shine to my dad, and my dad has taken a shine to Tim. So um, let's introduce none other than Mr. Tim Master.
2: Hey. Yay. Hi. You well, welcome, Tim. Thank welcome. You. Tim. Thank you. I uh, love my ASMR uh, feeling of, of you opening the bottle just now. I put me in the <laughs> oh, mood. Thank you. Mode, well, so. Nice to well, see you.
1: Bob. I've just, gotten started. just Dad, gotten
0: started. Dad has a little bit of an unhealthy obsession with ASMR.
2: <laughs> well, I think I'm, I'm into it because that, that really put me in a nice place just listening. So, thank Hi, you. both thank of you. you nice to see you. I,
1: Hello. Oh. Great to see you, too, since Tails. That's, That's the good last to time you. Yeah. we saw each other, and we had a great time there. We did. And we're having a great time now. Please introduce yourself. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about what you're doing and who you who are. Is, and, who is this master? And what you've done in the past.
2: Sure. Wow. Who just... Jump right into it. I can't wait to hear about your 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 adventure trying to find a bottle of Chartreuse, and I think we can talk oh. about that in a moment. Um, yes, because it's yes, it has some relevance to what's happening in the world of Chartreuse now. But I yeah, I'm, I'm Tim. Hi. So yes, I uh, I've been with Chartreuse for a little over ten years now. That's really great run rate. Um, and it's been a magical ride because each year I learn more and more about not just the liqueur. But the monks behind the liqueur who make it and with a thousand years of history, each year I'm with Chartreuse, I find out more and more and more, uh, not just from facts because we don't know what's in it, but just from a spiritual side to um, a lifestyle side and, and a purpose um, so Come on, Tim. You know you know what's in it. You're going to tell us. Yeah, at some point. Let, let me. I'll join your dad for one drink, and I'll tell you one herb. Well, I think I can tell you one herb. Oh, so, oh one
1: but, herb. But wait right. a second. Only three of the fathers know the rest of
2: it. That's right. Correct? Sort of. Yeah, oh, no. exactly. Yeah. The, they, they, no. they know it. Um, One works on one part of it. The other works on another part. So there's truth to that. Um, And it's been great ride. So that's 10 years. And then prior to that, I was with – um. Uh, Plymouth Gin uh, over with mm. with some guys that we we know, Jamie Gordon and Simon Ford and a couple other friends. And prior to that, like so many people in the in this side of the business now, in our distribution side, I was a bartender for 15, 20 years, um, and it was a great ride. And it was a it was a natural progression because one of my favorite things, and I hear it from every bartender I meet, uh, that they're for the, the majority of bartenders love the business because of the people, hospitality, mm-hmm. serving yeah. the people. I used to say if a guest comes into my bar and they're looking to have an enjoyable time and I can enhance that time, that's what got me going. It was those little moments. So as I've learned and dove into the chartreuse side and learning about the mission of the monks who own the brand – and as the some of their mission statement, you know, two of four mission statements being different, being authentic, but their mission is to share. So share what they have, and that's kind of a bartender sharing, you know, their secrets, their knowledge with the guest, and serving. They serve God, we serve our guests. So I love the the bridge that it's. it's, it's I
0: serve. Uh, I serve our guests and
1: and God. Yeah. Uh, actually. Yes. Um, yes. I. I felt feel the same the way. The Lord, our, our we are Savior. always always serving God. We are three. Uh, we were just talking about this guests. during
0: during pre-show. We are three Jews. That's right. Uh,
1: talking about um, Catholic uh, Catholic spirit. Yes, and a question I've always wanted to ask you, Tim: Do you get to interact with the monks?
2: I have. In fact, I've asked the yeah. question: Do you mind that a Jewish person is working uh, and stewarding your brand? And <laughs> what if
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> what if they said uh you're jewish yes we, we yeah. actually do mine.
2: I, I think i'd have to have a bigger conversation but it wasn't it was received with open arms and no, he started he started telling me uh all about the jewish religion way more than i even knew I, yeah I mean, they have a lot I'm of sure, time I'm sure to read. so <laughs> they do have well, they, a lot of time to read yes well, I they tried. need to know they need to
1: know the history of religion and that began yeah, with Judaism. So that's, yeah. that's exactly so they, right. They, they they know a lot more than we do, I'm they sure. Me too. And
0: um, Tim, when you were uh, when you were a young one, uh, bartending, where was that, uh, and what sort of place was that?
2: So <laughs> this is uh, this is before fine ice, fresh juice. This oh, I did wow. most of my. T- I, I started bartending in London in a bar oh, really? called Los Locos, where oh. the shots. The du jour were the screaming orgasm, the b fifty two, you know. Um, mm. But lots of hospitality there. Came back to New York with a brief stint in New York. And then most of my time was done in Philadelphia, where I'm from. And that you was... Did,
0: you did some time in Philly.
2: I did some time in Philly. That was the majority. And it was uh, fine dining. You know, I worked a good amount of my time in a in the trendy vodka bar called Sonoma, mm. and then I uh, finished my time with uh, Stephen Starr at a place called the Stripe Bass. So, mm. yeah, so it was great. I mean, I learned about wine, and I even made my own drink. And don't ask me the specs, but you can tell the error of when I bartended because my drink was called the Tintini. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that is so original, nice. Tim. You. That is so original. That
2: was my email address, too, what, for a What while. was in
0: the... <laughs> Tim Teeny Tim at AOL.com? Probably,
2: right. <laughs> exactly. Hotmail or something like that. At Excite
0: at, at Excite.com? Yeah,
2: and I'm not, um, I can't tell you what was in it, because I don't remember. It might have been uh, Absolute Citron and Mandarin because I wanted those two flavors together and then just a bunch of different...
0: Oh, yeah, sure. It was a real one. On,
2: Thank you, Toby. Hold you for know.
0: Hold for ASMR barely hear it oh
2: there we go that's over nice. ice Jeff, how, yeah. how, how is that is that uh are you seeing a lot of like uh, christmas spices in this bottle like flavor oh yeah
1: oh yeah In the nose and the absolutely christmas year-round spice yes yeah. yes floral the herbal qualities incredible I but mean, do you say that if, do you say that
0: because it's a, a different uh um different
2: formula it's not well i don't know if it's a different formula i know the recipe hasn't changed but i did ask that question because the past year or two chartreuse neat has been drinking like even more fabulous than it was in the past you know they moved yeah. yes to a distillery in 2018 yes. a new distillery um
1: right. is that egg noir it was ignore the egg noir, the egg noir, egg noir black yeah. swamp yeah
2: is what yes. the meaning of it, and uh, everything has been updated. The stills, um, you know, versus their still from forty, you know, that that were going the same stills for eighty years. There's brand new stills. Um, their aging facility. They're honing in on how their sellers are, which is just you know, Chartreuse ages for I don't know three, five, six years until it's ready. But they move it from still to still. They start off in a fifty thousand liter vat. And on one side of the cellar, which is just so cool, is dry. But on the other side of the cellar, they allow a little bit of moisture in through the walls because it's it's built into the mountain. So they'll move it there to introduce some moisture for the aging. and and that's it's just fabulous. So they've really mm-hmm. been honing in on um the flavor. and I think if I could just ramble for a second, yes, please. it, it took you a bit of time to find a bottle, right?
1: Oh, it took me a lot of time to find a bottle because I knew ahead of time there was a Chartreuse shortage. That's right. I knew that. So I went to my large neighborhood shop yeah. and I figured, oh, they'll have, they'll definitely have it because they have everything. Well, they didn't have mm-hmm. it. Then I went to another large – these are specialty stores, of course, wine and spirit specialty shops – and they had had it. I saw Chartreuse, not knowing that we were going to interview you a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago or so. I saw a bottle. And I I didn't buy it, but I knew it was there. And I said to Jonathan, oh, I know where I can find it. I'll go, the, go to da-da-da and I'll find it. And I went and lo and behold, they're out of it. Out of it. Don't know when they can get it. They're yeah. out of it. So I went to another, I went to two other local stores thinking, well, maybe a small liquor store might have it because they don't probably don't sell as much as the other stores. And they didn't have it. Then finally I went to a, my neighborhood, my former neighborhood wine and spirit shop in a town called Maplewood, hmm. New Jersey, where, where I was born and raised. And uh, I walked inside. It's a lovely shop, recently redone, very beautifully organized. And I went to the liqueur section of the shop. And guess what I found? I found this beautiful bottle. It was a sight for sore eyes. This (laughs) bottle of green chartreuse. They didn't have yellow. All they had was green chartreuse, which was fine with me because that's what we wanted. Mm. How many bottles did they have there? Um, I think I'm going to go back and buy some more. They had a few bottles.
2: It's been had a it's few. been very interesting, uh, you know what's been happening. A little frustrating to the chartreuse lovers. Certainly frustrating mm-hmm. to the to the bartenders who use it in their cocktail programs.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: interesting nonetheless of the rationale, the reason behind it. You know, the monks over COVID, we expected, we expected because we are the bartender brand, or we're at least friendly with the bartenders and who made and built this brand. Thank them. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, Mm -hmm. we anticipated when the bars and restaurants shut that we would also go down. And surprisingly, all the beautiful work that our friends in the bar community have done, and even the sommeliers, people were drinking it at home, making cocktails at home. So we saw a bit of a spike. Um, And at this point, the monks were growing a little too fast. And they said, wait a minute, whoa, we're just monks. (laughs) We have a focus on living in, you know, solitude, prayer, dedicating our life to God, we are not distillers primarily. So they've made a decision to limit the amount that they will make year after year. Um, They've done that not only because they had a focus on their primary goal, which is, you know, pray for us, pray for the world. Mm. But they also said, you know what? let's do less and do it great. That's why it's been drinking so perfectly. They also felt if we're going to grow with demand, we're going to be you know, harvesting more from the earth. And that has a negative impact on the planet, which they also is not in their best interest because they don't plan for three to five years. They plan for 300 to 500 years. So <laughs> they've, they've made that decision. And then they finally said, okay, but you're not going to raise the price that much more. Which is making mm. it accessible to all of us. So it's a wonderful sentiment on their part, but a challenge for us. And one of the reasons why I like seeing you, Jeff, drink that neat and straight, because you know what? There's such a beauty to drinking it like oh, that. Oh, it's,
1: it's fabulous. But you know what? I now have it over ice Perfect. with tonic mm. oh. as what as suggested. By? In the in the literature, ah. in the literature, ah. and and the flavor of the chateau is just coming right through the ice and the tonic. You can't stop it; it's just there. <laughs> hold, I'll hold that.
0: Hold that thought, Dad. I'm going to stop you for a second. And we're going to take a quick break and be right back everyone Jonathan here if you're into swag as much as we are then look no further than our cocktail guru shop the items in our store have been personally chosen hand-picked with care by me I'm Jonathan and my team of cocktail gurus a water bottle with a stainless steel straw yep t-shirts mm-hmm hoodies snapback hats signed copies of mr. Boston bartender's guide cocktail box kits bar tools and more you betcha we have even managed to create a onesie for that mocktail lover in your family. So head on over to shop.thecocktailguru.com and use code GURU23 for 10% off your first order. Great deal. That's shop.thecocktailguru.com, 10% off with code GURU23. Cheers. And now we're back. Please continue,
1: Dad. You can stop me, but you can't stop Chateau's. Oh! That's for sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This flavor is just breaking right through. And, it's, and the er, it's just so beautifully herbal. I wish I could pick them out. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking garden herbs, but I know this goes way beyond garden herbs. Um, and also I'm thinking, even though it's, it may or may not be in there, I'm thinking because of the mountains, the, the Chartreuse mountains, the, their pre-Alp mountains, I'm thinking Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Yes, that's what it makes me think of—beautiful flowers and herbs growing in the mountains. What do we, Tim Master?
0: What do we know
1: is in chartreuse?
2: We know that there's 130 herbs and spices and flowers. So yes. I would say, if you can start guessing, 130. I'm sure many of what you're going to guess will be in there. Um, I,
1: well, I, I was thinking basil might be one of the things I, in
2: there. I I, it's a tough. I, I would think so. I would think there's rosemary, there's cinnamon. I would think there's maybe maybe tarragon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. oh yeah,
0: tarragon, gentian. Mm -hmm.
2: The neat part of green, and then it's it's uh, comrade or is the yellow is yes yellow chartreuse is also there, both having the same herbs and spices, which I think is fabulous. Just. Green is more vegetal driven, where yellow is. Yeah, there you go, Jonathan, holding there's, there's that. Oh, yellow. Jonathan, have a, you have oh, the yellow.
0: I have a full collection because. What year um, is that?
2: This one. So if you if yeah. you see under the know. under which under, which which,
1: dist, which distillery
2: is it from? There's first question.
1: Look. Yeah. Look at the bottom left. Or oh the yes, bottom, it's from, Just the bo- bottom of the label. Yeah, it's from Voiron. Yeah, Voiron. So that's different. That's That's, different. that's the still distillery before Egnois. All of these are
0: all of mine are from the era of when I went to visit.
2: <laughs> so if you look on the cap and you see the little yes. gold top on the cap, there should be some numbers. L something or other, maybe L9. Can you see them? Right under the numbers? Word chartreuse.
0: Oh yes. L L
2: nine two six oh three four. Nine two six? Oh yeah. And Jeff, what is yours?
1: Oh wait a second. The, on the top of the cap no
2: under here ge- Where? Right under the word chartreuse on the gold band.
1: Oh, 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 I see. Oh yeah, yeah. What is that? L L nine three seven two five eight.
2: So this is exciting, you two, Father oh, Son. Okay. Oh so oh, you uh, yes <laughs> we all have heard if you love chartreuse that it yes. changes in the bottle it ages in the bottle yeah i'm saying you know i love saying green age is like a cool rock star where yellow age is like mm. a nice jazz musician like, <laughs> you know kind of keith richards and Ma- miles davis but very mm. cool way each time it, you know it's always drinking differently so you can tell and lock this in your in your calculators, everyone. So if you yes. take 1084, which is the year the monks were ordained. Right. And you add those first three numbers. So Jeff, you took, said 937. So 1084 plus 937, you're drinking yep. a 2021 vintage, which is ah, kind of okay. cool from Magnoir. Right. where Jonathan – you said 926 plus that 1084.
0: My, yes, my yellow one is 926.
2: You, my friend, have a 2010 in front of you, which Whoa. is kind of old. It's kind of cool.
0: And yeah. then my, my yeah. green is
2: 925.
0: So that's a 2009. Yes, yeah, so you've got some Ooh. oldies. I got
1: some oldies. What about
2: this? Ah, you're holding up the nine centenar. Yes. Oh,
1: what is that? What is that?
2: So the fun part is once you start getting into the different cuvées, you know, over in France, they make about 5,000 cases of several different types. What Jonathan was just holding up, the ninth centenar, it's kind of a blend of everything, green and yellow. It's a blend of many different barrels. They make, they started making that in 1984 and only a handful of bottles a year. So it's kind of to commemorate the, the monks 1084 that number gee i thought the only
1: specialty product was the vep yeah no yeah they well, hold are. on a
0: second i have i have one that's nine nine two two whoa oh my god
1: older.
2: i'm I curious to know how wrong. they both It doesn't mean they're gonna be great though <laughs> it's gonna mean they're interesting nine two two
1: no it's interesting because it is going to be different it's a, it's from different distilleries nine nine two two is 2006 right that's it. Even though the process is the same, I know from my experience in Scotch whiskey and other products that once you change distilleries, the, the product, it's not going to be exactly the same. It's going to be just as good, but it could be even more interesting than, in pat, from, than from past distilleries just because of the way the equipment works.
2: I mean, I think you just nailed it because how you're just, you know, it's such a complex spirit anyway that I love. Yeah. I love chartreuse in a cocktail. It adds the flavors you need, you know, a little bit here, a little mm. bit there. The, yes. You know, the salt and the pepper of a cocktail. It's just lovely. Yeah. But the, the complexity of it can stand up to a chartreuse and soda, a chartreuse and tonic, or even more so just great. Oh, and it always oh, yeah. is changing. Same with the vegetal you just had there, Jonathan.
0: Oh, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the vegetal?
2: Yeah. So the vegetal in France called the elixir de vegetal de la grande chartreuse, or that, that's the original recipe of chartreuse. So mm. in 1605, oh, really? 1605 really? the monks were given this manuscript and it was more, you know, we all know, it was historically medicinal reasons people drank. So this little bottle that you're holding, which is 100 milliliters, it's 69% ABV. I mean, the bottle you have 71, but 69% ABV, and it took 135 years to decipher the recipe. That's a long R&D. So. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So this this is is the wow. condensed version, basically, of of the Chartreuse. And the great news is it's finally in the United States.
0: It's
1: here. It's in the U.S. It's just. Yeah, yeah. I want that. Where did you get that, Jonathan? I got I it in that. France. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Well, I guess I'll have to go to France. We've been wanting to
2: go anyway. So. Slowly, but you Jeff, know, it'll be out there in the stores, in your store in Maplewood and beyond.
1: Good. Well, I did want to say that my experience with Chartres really started. It started with VEP. Oh, wow. It really did. And VEP stands for Vieillissement Exceptionnellement Prolongé. Very complex, very long aging process. (laughs) Exceptionally long aging process is the translation. Um, Prolonged aging. And uh, it was thanks to a guy telling this story because Jonathan thought it was interesting enough for me to
0: tell. I gave him permission to Uh, tell the story. uh, Yeah,
1: a, a friend of mine, someone who I didn't know who became a friend of mine because I was an editor for a wine magazine and I was writing articles and he subscribed to that magazine and he put together, he was a collector of great wines and spirits as well but mostly wines Domaine de la Romaine Conti and uh, La Mission Au Brion, and he put together these incredible vertical tastings of these wines and invited the owners of the properties and the chateaus to come and stay at his house and oversee tastings with wines from his cellar. And he would invite his closest friends. I became one of his closest friends, fortunately, <laughs> because I was a writer and a, an a editor of a magazine. And after every exceptional tasting, we had a beautiful dinner that his wife, Lita, created. His name was Dr. Alvin Melzer. He was an endodontist. Great collector of wines and spirits. After the fabulous dinner from his wife, Lita, he would serve at the end of the meal chartreuse. At the beginning of the meal, as the aperitif after the tasting, we had Krug champagne in magnums. Always Krug Uh, champagne in magnums. Of course, And then after dinner, he served chartreuse V E P, ver, jaune, green, and yellow. Mm. He had both, and he had regular Chartreuse on the table as well. But he really wanted everyone to have the V E P, and he would ask every anyone who wanted it. You know, he was generous, and he would say, "Who would like a glass?" And if you said yes, he would take the glass and put it on a cradle with a candle underneath, and he would warm the glass, using the candle owl. And that's how he served Chartreuse VEP. And that was my, not my first experience, because I had Chartreuse when I was living in Paris. I had had a a little bit here and there, but my profound experience was with Dr. Alvin Melzer when he served VEP and explained to us what Chartreuse was all about. And that's that was my background. And also, after that, oddly enough, I was hired by an importing company that was the importer for Chartreuse. Twenty-one brands. from the nineteen. No, from the nineteen forties to nineteen sixty-nine, Shefflin and Company right. was the importer, and I was hired by Shefflin in Somerset. Much later in 1993, but there were still some bottles of Chartreuse lying around
2: amazing. in
1: the uh, in the office.
2: Amazing story. So
1: that was that was my experience.
2: I mean, you, and you jumped right into the Maserati when you learned to drive. I did, and, you know, yes. VP.
1: I know,
0: <laughs> I know, it was incredible. And I had I had amazing experience with you, Mr. Tim Master, in France. Um, I guess that was probably 2000. Uh, 16, maybe,
2: yeah, it's when you got the bottles. Apparently. Oh,
0: yes, it's when I got the bottle, yeah, 2016. Mm. Um, and did we? I don't think we went to the distillery because you were probably in the tra- in transition moving, um, distilleries, right?
2: No, uh, you went to the Valon distillery. Oh, oh, yes, which was That's right, which was in Valon, right? And then we yes. went up to the monastery with your group that you brought, and they were That's such a-, a good group. That's right. Yes. And oh my gosh. We didn't go in the monastery because you're not allowed. But we walked all around and
1: yes. saw,
2: saw the uh, the remote location that that where the, where they live and just puts things into perspective. Like, wow, these monks only they're not marketers. They're just trying to right do their thing.
0: Right, and we saw, I, I did see one or two, and then I tried to um, get the recipe out of one of them. Um, <laughs> in, in fact. No, not actually one of them, but in the in the uh in the little well um in the little museum, the little chartreuse museum, there is a uh a statue of a monk and there is a photograph of me going up to the monk and trying to get the recipe out of him.
2: I have this picture. We we you jump behind the uh by the display. I remember this. that what, oh, I yes,
0: I broke the rule you and broke I the rule. Up, yes.
2: He <laughs> didn't tell you though what was in it cuz he was just a statue, but it was really good. He's great. just a statue. But he he
1: he was silent. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's right. He was. There, yeah. It's the vow the vow of silence. Yes. It's it's an amazing brand and and I, I'm excited to see you know see them continue. I mean the, the limitation that they're giving us is still a lot of product. It's not gonna be four bottles.
0: We're still gonna have enough. How much how much of it is being uh produced and how much do we have in the US?
2: Well let's just say we're getting about ten percent less than what mm. we what, what we did the year last year and the year before which okay and on the grand scheme of things you know we're a small brand you know what i mean we're not we're not ever going to be huge absolute vodka not nothing you know we're not we're not larger we're um we're just Mm -hmm. a small brand but we will be you know once we get the ship humming we should be able to satisfy our bars and restaurants just Takes a minute, but the beauty is, is is that there's so much you can do with chartreuse beyond just a cocktail. Cook with it. The elixir is coming in. Oh, yeah. That were the vegetals coming in, and we shouldn't see any issue with that. So you can still have the the fun and the flavor of this brand. Mm. You know what I mean. And if you're stuck on a desert island, there should be a uh, uh, chartreuse for those who want to have their last. What, what's the question you always ask? Would oh, you drink? Damn it. We didn't
0: ask you that question. See,
2: that. Oh my gosh,
0: Mr. Tim Master has listened to our show and he is calling us out right now on something that we forgot to ask him because we just jumped right into the conversation. because, so, because
1: we know the answer, we
0: know we the, know, we the, know answer. the answer. But we'll go through the we'll go through the steps, Mr. Tim Master. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island, what would be your drink of
2: choice? I wasn't prepared for you to ask this question. <laughs> clearly, clearly. <laughs> well. I have an answer for that. Honestly, aside from having just a beer, a nice refreshing beer, and what I should say as a brand guy is the Chartreuse Swizzle, which oh, is so lovely. Yeah, But – Yeah. Marco's. Marco, Marco Dionysus. Marco Dionysus. Chartreuse, mm. falernum, lime, mm. pineapple. But the drink that I if – if you've drank with me and you know and it is just my go-to, Is the Alaska cocktail, and I just love that drink because yellow, yellow chartreuse, yellow chartreuse, Mm -hmm. and I'm a gin fan, and what, and no matter what gin, every time you change that gin, the drink completely changes, and it's just because maybe the 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 versatility or the wackiness of the flavors of yellow chartreuse blend that with a New World gin versus a London Dry versus a Univer, I mean anything. And you just have a completely different drink every time. So it's really fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't prepare that at all, but I did.
1: <laughs> no, no, clear clearly not sounds, at all. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> sounds delicious. But, you know, I bet I bet honey would work well with chartreuse.
2: There, I'm just guessing. There is honey in and I will tell you that in yellow chartreuse, oh. Distilled honey. Oh seriously? Distilled I'd, honey. I
1: I had I had no idea. There you are. And is no the idea. is the base spirit sugar beet?
2: The green base spirit is sugar beet. The yellow is grape. Mm.
1: Ah, okay. wow!
2: And the yellow recently made a jump from forty percent ABV to forty-three percent ABV, which mm. really yes um, turns right. yeah. makes that yellow a great sipping spirit alone. So, mm.
1: ooh, gentian. I'm getting attention Yes, out of definitely. Do. So I remember when
0: we went to the facility, when we went to the distillery, there are um, bags of the dried herbs, or, or was it bar- or bags of them, but unlabeled, you know, because um, we can, we are not allowed to know what is in them,
2: right? Yes. Yeah. That is right. That, yes. No, no, yes. sorry, that is right. That, that, absolutely. And and since we're all here, and this is a fun oh. fact, you yeah. know, when, when everybody yes. says, well, charcuterie, well, it's just neat. chartreuse is made by two monks and one knows half the recipe the other knows the other they don't drive in the same cars you know there is some truth to them traveling separately but what's really and and yes all the magic and the secrecy happens by the monks in the monastery that's where the those unmarked bags that you saw are blended the the neat thing about the community that wants to help the monks is once those bags are filled those bags are sent to the New distillery at Noir, where the lame people, you know, the local people will help Mm -hmm. the process from there. You know, they'll, they'll watch, they'll put it in the stills, they'll help the maceration with the oversight of the monks. But there is a team that helps them, but still, they don't know what they're putting into the maceration. They just right, know bag right. one that's... goes here, bag three goes here. They could there. guess.
0: I mean, they could guess. They could see what it looks like. And then they could say, oh, that's some star anise. That's,
1: you know, you, you know. yeah. So is there a non monk who is a distillery manager?
2: Yes. His name there? is Bertrand. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, ah. he looks at, he, he's the number one of the lay folks who, who kind of keep his mm-hmm. eye on the technical side of things. Um, and okay. what I love, because I used to go there all the time and say, what's in it? What's in it? I wanted to know. Just curiosity. (laughs) And it's some, you know, and the answer is like an emoji when you raise your hands and you you shrug your shoulders. I don't know. That's kind of, I've kind of come to the conclusion. It's this.
0: I'm doing it. I'm doing it.
2: That's, that's it. It's, it's, (laughs) je je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. But I've come to the conclusion that I don't, it's not my business anymore. That is their secret. (laughs) And I will just accept, I mean, it is my business, but it's not, I don't want to know anymore.
0: Tim, it's literally your
1: business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: But it's but it's it's the final product. Yeah, they're doing
0: they're doing their thing, and they they're putting out an amazing product uh, that's been around for centuries, for hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's a it really is a great product. And um, Tim Masters is a great person and a great friend, and um, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Tim.
2: It's been green. (laughs) (laughs)
1: and and I think we've only scratched the surface (laughs) I I feel like we should be saying so much more I know dad
0: loves that's his favorite uh, expression we've only scratched the surface yes Um, that
1: should be the name
0: maybe we should call our podcast um, just scratching the surface
1: fantastic
0: instead of the cocktail guru podcast I don't know
1: so there's more to come with Mr. Tim (laughs) Master I'm sure Um,
0: yes I'm sure but uh, we'll see you in France. We'll, uh, we should go um, whenever the next trip is. Please do
2: let us know. Done. Great to talk That's- to you both.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you,
2: Tim. Thank you. thank you so much Some for you. your
1: time. And thank you for sharing this beautiful Châteaux with us. It's incredible. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thank you all. Tipple Time is brought to you in part by Monin Strawberry Rose and Marie Broussard.
0: Uh, tipple time is upon us once again, folks. Uh, thank you for listening and watching to the Cocktail Guru Podcast. I'm Jonathan, of course. I'm going to make a Flip, which is a, a centuries-old cocktail that includes a full-on egg in the cocktail. It's really nice and wintry, um, very festive, and I'd love to just start off and make it for you right now. I'm going to start with Marie Brizard Chocolate Royale, and Marie Brizard actually was the very first French woman to, became, to become a liqueur maker which is really cool, and they make these delicious flavored syrups. We're going to add one and a half ounces into our mixing glass. Now, this is kind of a little lower in alcohol, so it's a low ABV cocktail, as they say in the biz. And after that Marie Brizard Chocolate Royale, we'll take the Monin Strawberry Rose. Now, this is delicious. It's actually strawberry uh, and subtle rose flavors which works really well in dessert cocktails, but also spritzes. Oh man, these folks at Monin make these really great products. And we're going to do one ounce in our mixing glass, just like that. Ah, oh, smells so good. And now for the flip part, and it's a whole egg, which will go right into our glass, just like that. And we're going to do the uh, double shake method. We're going to dry shake first, which means shaking without ice. And that's just going to kind of emulsify everything, froth everything together. There we go. Make sure that this seal is very tight because when things start to froth up, that seal might start to break loose a little bit. Things might start flowing out. And now I'm going to add uh, two big ice cubes, which are actually right down here in my freezer. Hold on one second, guys. Look at that. Two big ice cubes. Add that. Ooh. Okay. We'll shake. And of course, the longer you shake, the more um, emulsified and frothy this drink will be. But we don't really have a minute to shake, so I'm just going to shake for a few more seconds here. Oh yeah, you get a really nice arm workout. Mmm. Ooh, I'm taking a little peek inside. The mixing glass, and we'll use a nice cocktail coupe right over here. Oh, look at that! It's basically like a nice adult chocolate milkshake. Oh. oh, may I try that? Well, hello. Yes, you may. Hold on, it's not garnished. You're like a... This is this is Chris uh, Almeida, who's running our lights and camera here, um, and you just went for this drink. Without even having it garnished, which is what guests do oftentimes at bars, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm the bad guest right now. You're
0: the—you could talk into this microphone. Oh, hey. You're the bad guest. I'm the bad yes. Guest right now. Um, and what would you like to garnish this with,
2: Chris? I think an orange and some nutmeg.
0: An orange peel and some nutmeg. Okay. So here we go. And we'll squeeze that orange peel over the top, rub it around the rim, discard. Oh, yes. Get rid, get rid of that orange, orange peel, and some fresh <laughs> nutmeg. Good. Oh. There you are, my friend. Thank
2: you.
0: You're very welcome. What do you think? (laughs) Wow, what a reaction.
2: Oh, baby.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that is really good. I can't have any more of that. Mm. It's low BV. It's okay. It's low ABV. It is okay. (laughs) Um, Hey, come back back over here, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for your help, buddy. Great um, to see you, great to see you. Cheers. Oh, that's going to mess up the mic, That. Oh, bet. shit. <laughs> that's okay. Cheers, everyone, to another Tipple Time.
1: Tipple Time is brought to you in part by Marie Brizard and Lonin Strawberry
0: Rose.
1: That does it for today's show. If you enjoy what we do, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also support the show with a small monthly donation, help sustain future episodes. Just click on the donate button at the top of our website and choose your donation amount. To learn more about our guests, visit www.thecocktailgurupodcast.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok.
0: The Cocktail Guru Podcast
1: is produced by First Real Entertainment and
0: distributed by Eats Drinks TV, a service of the Center for Culinary Culture, home of the Cocktail Collection, and is available via Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and wherever you listen to your favorite shows.